You're listening to the Cosmic Valkyrie Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Louise. My Dharma is to help you completely let go of those limiting beliefs so that you can step into the power of possibility. My Evolution 10x Method will help you connect with your inner wisdom and trust, moving you from a hobbyist of your own life into a focused visionary so you can manifest the life that you've always desired. I blend subconscious reprogramming, awareness, and interpretation to help you ascend and align with your higher purpose and your higher self. Here you will integrate with your cosmic consciousness to create the expansion and success you came to earth to experience. Before we get started, just let me state my standard disclaimer that all the answers on this podcast and in general are for informational and educational purposes only and in no way a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice. Let's talk about motivation. This is such a complicated subject, but so many people want to simplify it. So it's a lot more complex than one thinks. I've thought about this a lot over the years because motivation has become quite easy for me. But working as a coach, I see the challenges that people have on a regular basis with getting motivated, committing to what they want to create, and then getting into action to do it. So I really started diving into it recently from a bunch of different aspects. Because one thing that always, always, always irritated me was hearing coaches say, find your why. You got to find your why. Now, I get why they say that, because it's trying to locate motivation. But the fact is, is one thing is not going to be an influence on really creating that motivation to stay in alignment to doing what you want to create in life. What do I mean by this? Or what did they mean by this? So a lot of the times our clients and customers might be mothers. And we know that their children are one of their highest values. So when I hear coaches say, find that why, a lot of these coaches direct them in relationship with their children. Now, while this can be a massive influence on determining what we want to create in life, it is not always the singular why that's going to create motivation for us to do the things that we need to do. So they're saying, find that why. What's going to get you up in the morning and get you moving? And is it creating a better life for your children. Makes sense, right? So if one singular why was good enough, wouldn't every coach out there that has that as their why get into action? But this is not true. It's not how it works. There's a lot of different factors that go into finding motivation. And recently I've been diving into them. Now, when we say find your why, I would like to say find a lot of whys. Figure out really what that dream looks like and why you really want it. Why do you want to create it? But there's not just one singular why. What will it change for you? What will look different in your life? And is that really what you want? And tap into the many aspects of it. But the reality is there is a brain-based science that goes along with this. You see, motivation is created by epinephrine. So let's keep it simple. Epinephrine is created from emotions, excitement, 
So how can we create that chemical reaction within the brain to get us motivated and then stay focused on creating that? So excitement also releases dopamine. You know, they talk about this a lot when we're talking about social media and the dependency that people have towards it. And I truly do believe that adults included have created a dependency on social media and iPhones. And one of the reasons is because we get that dopamine hit off of every like, off of every notification. And when you think about this in relationship to being driven and getting motivated to doing what we want to do, how can we create that within our own life? Because often what I see is women getting excited and wanting to do a business but then not following through with it. And I do believe that a lot of this has to do with a lack of vision, which I've talked about on other episodes. So having a vision on what you want, but then why do you want it? What is that going to create that's different for you? How badly do you want that change? And so looking at how are we going to create that epinephrine load in the brain to get us into action to do those things that we want to do. So I started looking at my own life. What creates that for me? What creates that commitment and getting into action? Because I can say there have been times in my life where procrastination was solid, (laughs) especially in college when I wanted to avoid studying. I would take up cleaning the house over studying. I have to clean the house first and then I will be able to study. Now, I can say that I needed an organized space and a clean space in order to have focus, focused attention, because when my environment was chaotic, so was my ability to sit and focus. And focusing is a practice, too. We can get better at focusing, but that's a conversation for another time. So over the course of the past week, I've really been thinking about what creates that excitement to get into action. And it's different every time. But I'm going to tell you, it's always multiple things. It's not just one thing. I think when we truly understand that we have the ability to hold our focus in many different places all at once, it also gives us the ability to think outside of our singular attention, what we have our focus on in the moment, and realize that we can do multiple things at once. So while I'm sitting here and recording this podcast, I can also have my attention on the things that I need to do and accomplish throughout my day, as well as what I want to create in my future. We are complicated individuals. We are not this simplified version of one why or one activity. As women, we have a lot of gray matter up in that noggin of ours, but we are also cosmic beings meaning we are more than this physical body and we are more than the physical brain. There's a difference between brain and mind. Now, depending on your belief systems or your ability to think beyond the physical body gives you the ability to create on a different realm in the 5D. So what I want you to hear here is mind with a capital M gives you the ability to really have your attention in so many places all at once, intentionally. But this also gives us the ability to tap in and do what we need to do with more urgency and excitement, creating that epinephrine hit. When I thought about doing this 
podcast today, I was like, oh, do you think anyone would want to hear it? Is this really something that will benefit them? So that was self-doubt. And I was like, screw that, Lynn Louise. Stop thinking that way. Somebody's going to be interested in this and look up what does epinephrine do for motivation? How does dopamine affect our commitments and staying in integrity to getting what we want? I was reading this theory this morning and this researcher, professor, he has this theory. Often students will go to him and say, I want to write a book. And he'll get excited. And he's like, yes, that would be great. And then they won't do anything. They won't write the book. And his theory is that the excitement and dopamine created from the reinforcement of the excitement of somebody writing the book gives them such a big dopamine hit that they never write the book. I mean, think about that. I think that could pertain to a lot of our lives. Where in your life do you get excited, you share something, and then somebody reinforces it and says, oh my God, you would be so good at that. And you're like, oh my God, I would be, right? Dopamine hit a like, and then you never carry through with it because you got the satisfaction. You got the hit. I thought that was really curious because so many people also simplify procrastination. How does dopamine and epinephrine play out in the big picture? See? It's complicated. It's a layered. It's exciting. Because once you start thinking about motivation in the brain, taking willpower out of it, because I know a lot of you that listen to this podcast understand that willpower is a very finite and it can use up all your energy and then you won't have any energy later on in the day to make those decisions to get the results that you want to get in life. So how can we utilize this physical brain to actually create the results that we want in our business? I often talk about joy, happiness, having fun. And that's a choice. Having fun, being happy is a choice. A choice that we can make in any time during any moment of any day. Life is a series of choices. What choices are you making to create more happiness, joy in your life? When you are happy, you are in alignment. And then taking action on it with excitement. How can you choose thoughts that will get you excited to do the things that you need to do to create the outcomes that you desire? For me to record this podcast today, it took very little. Because I thought about the paradigm shift that could happen inside of you to take you out of, I have to do something into, hey, how can I create more epinephrine in my brain? You know, and I'm sure there are supplements and shit out there. I do not profess anything like that. I am not a doctor by any means. And I am just verbalizing my opinions and what I've heard out there that have brought me into curiosity to do my own research and to go deeper so that I can help create more paradigm shifts within my listeners and audience. Curiosity that might even create your own desire to go deeper and figure out how to get yourself motivated. Because I'm sure there are places that you're already motivated and you already stay integral in your life and in your business. Take a look at those situations. What gets you going then? What keeps you motivated to do those things? How can you stay focused? Focus for me has always been a practice as well. I had to train myself and increase my abilities to be focused. 
I hear a lot of women self-diagnosing themselves with ADHD. Now, ADHD is a very real condition, and I am not minimizing it. But self-diagnosing and using it as a crutch instead of practicing behaviors that can help you create more focus because you can increase your focus. I was listening to, yes, I listened to a lot of scientific podcasts and I was listening to a researcher that was talking about creating focus in your life. And for me, it really made a lot of sense because I'm dyslexic and In the past, it was really hard for me to sit down and read. And it was the last thing I wanted to do because it just took so much effort. But I realized at one point in my life that it was something that I really enjoyed and I wanted to become better at it. And I wanted to be able to have the focus to read for long periods of time. And that took the ability to really refine and create more focused attention. And I did it. At first, I just started with 15 minutes a day. And I tell you what, it took me a lot to get through a page. But now I can sit and read for an hour. It took practice. It was exactly what the researcher said, practicing focus. And let's go back. How does that play into motivation? When you sit down to do something, how do you maintain that motivation to complete it? See, so my dad always taught me, finish what you start. So I rarely leave a project unfinished. But do you? How do you finish what you start? How do you stay motivated and focused on what it is that you need to do? I'm not talking about if you have children that need your attention because you're keeping them alive. But hang in there with me because this one might smart a bit. Can you look at your life objectively and see when and if you're using your children as an excuse not to do something and not taking action? We need to be able to look at our life objectively. I do too. And sometimes I do not like what I see. And therefore, this is where we take responsibility. You know, I fucking hate that term, radical responsibility. I hear coaches say that all the time. I don't know why it rubs me the wrong way, but it does. Responsibility is responsibility. What does radical have to do with it? I mean, I get it. I get it. That's another tangent for another day. But can you objectively look at your life, looking at what you want to create in life, why you want to create this in life, how much better would your life be and pulling your motivation from that, getting into action and then staying focused? Finding those gaps in your life where you are not living in integrity to doing what you need to do to create the outcomes that you want. I'm talking about building your business, losing weight, creating better relationships, any of it. It all is part of our life. And when we can refine one area, it refines all areas. Sit down, take a beat. Get really clear on what it is you want in your life because it's going to take that roadmap to get you there. And then you're going to have to really harness the motivation because it's not just the kids. It's not just serving others. It's a multitude of things that you have to bring together to create that excitement to get you into action. So your homework today is... (laughs) I want you to sit down and make a list of the things that get you excited about your business. 
How is it going to feel to have that amazing community of women working with you, buying from you, connecting with you, creating that community? How can you yourself create that internal like button that gives you that dopamine hit to keep going, to keep moving? Because it takes more than telling yourself you want something to create it. Okay, well, tomorrow I'm having a really fun conversation. I throw these conversations out there once in a while. The last one was on quantum leaping. This one is on dream time. Techniques to harness your personal power in dream time to creating what you want in this three-dimensional life. If you want to be part of that conversation, go RSVP in the show notes and get registered today and join the conversation. It's a blast. The energy on these calls are just exciting. And don't forget, please leave a review if you enjoyed this podcast, a good one, because by doing so, it helps improve the algorithms and together you and I can transform more lives. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. If you love helping others, then please share this via your social media with friends and family. If you found value in it, they will too. Also, if you have questions, I'm here for you. You can email me questions to thecosmicvalkyrie at gmail.com. I might even use one of your questions on future podcast episodes. Also, I do have a personal request. I believe that we are all here to help each other heal, grow, and evolve. So let's help more people. If you would, please leave a nice review on iTunes. It will help the algorithms and I would be forever grateful. And through your assistance, we could transform more lives.